Welcome to Padmutun, Armenian History Podcast. Padiyagak Padmutun, Hayots Padmutiana Podcaster. Welcome back, Parigalust. Parigalust to Padmutsu, Armenian History Podcast. <laughs> I'm Father Tadios Barsarian, and I'm here with my friend Peter Hajinian. As always. So, as always, excited. We have a special episode today because, you know, we talk about all these guys, we don't talk about queens that much. <laughs> I well, think if you is, look at it, is this our only episode <laughs> about a queen? We Probably. have talked about queens before. We have we, about well, we did an episode, Armenian uh, oh, yeah. uh, martyrs, yeah. saints, first women one was... Women in Christianity. Uh, women in Christianity. Uh, you can go and check that episode. Um, but I think the first one we talked about was Sandukht. Yeah. Who was daughter of... Uh, she was a princess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sanatruk's daughter. Yeah. So we talked about some women, but... But unfortunately, if you look at history, not many. <laughs> not many. Uh, this this queen we're going to talk about today, actually, we have talked about her in the episode of Cilicia. Oh, yes. We did. She did make a cameo there. She's famous for uh, a couple of things. Um, she is, uh, she's the only Armenian queen on a coin. Wow. Money. She is... Um, also, uh, not just a grandmother to uh, one king, but she, or sorry, she's not just a mother to a king, but she's a grandmother to uh, five kings. Five kings. <laughs> she's like Queen Victoria. She had she's, she had kings all over Europe, <laughs> sons and grandsons. <laughs> and she and she's probably the youngest. She's the youngest Armenian queen there's ever been. Well, let's go back let's to where when she was born, right? <laughs> she was born in 1215. 1215, in the kingdom of Cilicia, Queen Zabel. In a queen, she was, yeah, she was born as Zabel. Uh, his, her father was Levon II, or Levon I, the king. Yeah. King Levon. King Levon. The famous King Levon. We did an episode on him, too. Yep. We did an episode on, uh, on, uh, on him, too. Um... He's um, uh, uh, King Levon. Um, he became a king, and uh, but he didn't have any sons. No. As his heir, and he's uh, to to succeed on his throne, and so he had a daughter. Uh huh. And he had her late. She was she was late in his life. Mm hmm. Because when he died, it was a rare case, but they made her queen. Um, she was she was King Levon's heir by his wife Sybil, who mm-hmm. was the daughter of King Amri, of the uh, so Sybil's father was King Amri of the Lusignan house. Mm-hmm. Lusignan, yeah. Lusignan house from your French French kind of Armenian Frank right. Armenian. And then Queen Isabel was uh, was Isabel's grandmother from the Plantagenet. That's a British house, English. Is house. that? I, I yeah. that's the first time I hear that. Yeah. So uh, this is like. I think King Richard might have been one, but the, so she really comes from European royalty. Wow. Which is, you know, which is part of the reasons why later her great-grandchildren, level on the fifth, they end up going back to Europe. And that's why the last Armenian king is buried in Europe. 
Isn't it amazing how these European royalties, they go all the way back to the times of Crusades, and even they, some of them, they, they survived until today, and how they were mixed, they were so connected, interconnected. Interconnected, yes. Which also makes it... There's they were all... married to each other only, right? So, so, so. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. But they're also... They, they would come home one day, Prince of Dad, I met this poet on the street, <laughs> on the street this gusan on the street. <laughs> and you, you're yeah. going to marry your cousin. Oh, you're gonna... <laughs> See, I, don't care. I don't care how good that poet sings. We're going to marry your cousin. That conversation would be over. <laughs> right? Well, there's there's also so many so many lords and and houses and and then when they with the crusades then they move into the Middle East and that part of the world, and so everything becomes a Game of Thrones. Everything, <laughs> the whole story. It's like I was visiting these communities sometime, these church, and I mean I meet people and like I'm a cousin of this person, and then and I'm a cousin of these, and like. Everybody is a cousin to each other. Everybody is connected here. <laughs> so the, that's how the royalty probably back. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Yeah, making connections, and that's also how they would, uh, you know, make peace deals and different things. Is they would marry their yeah. children. Well, if you, um, uh, I, I remember, uh, maybe I, we, we told this story uh, earlier um, when. Uh, when they found supposedly in early 1990s, I, I believe 94 or so, the remains of uh, Tsar Nicholas mm. and his family. Mm -hmm. So they did DNA test. Yeah. And who do they compare it to? Compared to the, 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 the remain to? King Charles. Oh. And they, that's how they were able to match them. Oh, yeah. Because they were the same family. They were the same family. Made, yeah. They were related, Queen Victoria. That's right. She had... He was a Prince Charles at the time, of yeah. course. But they compared him to Charles. Now, there was a book that came out uh, maybe a decade ago about Queen Victoria had three sons, and one became the King of England, one became the King of Germany, one became the Russian fa royal family. Wow. So, yeah, you know, some things never change. Like royalty. Royalty. <laughs> Except for poor hair. Anyway, so Lusignans and... Um, uh, yeah. Figure these things out, this Lu thing out. But th this is the problem, is that you have a four-year-old queen on the throne, and so she needs to have some kind four -year -old of a region. queen needs a, a four-year-old babysitter. I know. You need to have a babysitter, a royal babysitter. And there was a prior range between Cilicia, Armenia, and Antioch. So this is Antioch. This is the this is a Crusader kingdom uh -huh. that Reuben Raymond was going to become king. What a name, Reuben, Reuben Raymond. Raymond! Wow, that's <laughs> so, the, you, that you may never think that name is a medieval name, Reuben Raymond. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Reuben Raymond is here to see. Yeah. see. So it's uh, more like a jazz player. Or <laughs> hey, hey, King, I'm Reuben Raymond. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're laughing about his name, but Levon did not like him, and so he stripped him of the throne, and that's how Zabel <laughs> Because Levon said, who is this guy, Reuben Raymond? you got to imagine that Reuben Raymond came to the court and had dinner with them, and he was so awful as a house guest <laughs> that, Zabba, that that King Levon says, you know what, forget this guy, we're going to have the three, the toddler will be king, will be queen over this guy. 
Yeah, but probably the but the main reason, uh, more serious reason, probably was that Levon did not trust Rupert, and and uh, and, uh, and he didn't want this deal to go forward, be to yeah. merge and to combine Antioch and Cilician uh, and Ar- Armenia, yeah. and to have one king to rule over these two kingdoms. He he thought probably this is not going to work. Yeah. So he he would, and he, it's his legacy too. Yeah. Yeah. His legacy is an Armenian king, and that's what he was Rex Armenia, right? That's Rex right. Ar- yeah. That's he was crowned yeah. as a, as Armenian king. So if this if this agreement was going to go forward, then he would lose his. Um, uh, well, that legacy was going to go away. Yeah, but that's a good point because it's a new kingdom, and he's trying to. I mean, what we talked about in the episode. He had uh, the blessing from Rome. Mm-hmm. You know, the Sultan sent somebody. You know, there was representatives of all these different European houses, but also, you know, they uh, uh, they were competing in some ways with these European uh, Crusader kingdoms. Mm-hmm. So they wanted independence. They wanted to keep it that way. Yeah. yeah. So he decides to sign Zabel as his heir. Which yeah. probably at the time, I think at the time, the country said, "That's a crazy, that's crazy, King." I mean, yeah. we'll see why because of the what happens later with her and the four-year-old becomes the, a the, yeah. You can't make the four-year-old yeah. You know, but they they trusted him because Levon was such a great diplomat. He really had a lot of the yeah. aristocracy behind yeah. him. But uh, also, I think um, uh, it's interesting. I think to note that this is the first time. In Armenian history, that uh, that a queen is chosen to be an heir to the throne, to be a queen. Yeah, we always had queen as a wife or or, or some other queens, Armenian in Jerusalem, but this is the first time an Armenian king chooses his daughter, princess, to become a queen. Yeah, we never had that before. Yeah, have we that? Have been, been, I don't think we have. No, but this is the first time. We had some tough queens like Parzam. <laughs> she was, she was, you know, she was tough, but she was not, you know, the, not the heir. Yeah. She married into it. She was uh, not a lone kind of queen, but she, she was more of, yeah. Okay, so they, they got to have somebody who babysits the queen. Let's talk about her guardian, my new favorite nickname. <laughs> Constantine Babaron, or... <laughs> Well, he had. A, she had another another guardian before him. Oh, really? She had another uh, Barias Andrew. Uh, some some. But he died in a battle. Oh, okay. Shortly after he died in a battle, <laughs> you never know the, these palace things. Yeah. You never know how he died. Yeah. And then Constantine becomes. When you think about Constantine, this is more about Constantine. This thing. Yeah. Because it's all about his family now. Yep. So the, all these palace. What do you call it? Intrigue. 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 Intrigue now. I think Constantine is taking advantage of this situation. Uh-huh. So he, this guy dies, who is the guardian, that mm-hmm. Levon chose, he dies. Uh-huh. And then Constantine becomes uh, a guardian. Right. But what's, his, what's, his, what's the name? You know what I mean? It was Constantine Gundestubble. Gundestubble. <laughs> <laughs> it Gundestubble like was a, isn't a Gundestubble French title, some kind of? It probably is. <laughs> I don't speak any French. It sounds French. But, it, but it's great, Gundestubble. Gundestab. It's like a, the constable, but a Gundestab. I think it's a military title. Yeah. Or, um, Fancy. You, you or need a position. military person to babysit a four-year-old. <laughs> well, 
the older military back back then. <laughs> back then. So she's four years four years old and she becomes a queen, obviously, uh, you know. Yeah. The, the the everybody's working around her to do it. And just they would give her a lot of toys. A lot yeah. <laughs> now, help me help, help me understand the next next twist in her tale, which is she was arranged to be married to Andrew of Hungary. Mm-hmm. But then they found that she they were incompatible. <laughs> That was a joke. They were incompatible. It wasn't going to work out. I mean, there are legitimate reasons. He didn't want to move to Cilicia, and she didn't want to go to Hungary. And and keep these are just kids. Yeah, that's right. Andrew is a child, yeah. and Zabel is a child, and... Four or five years old, or or maybe seven or ten, or, or uh, yeah. So uh, Andrew was not a great candidate. He he didn't want he didn't want to leave Hungary. Yeah. He didn't want to leave his kingdom, uh, for you know obviously there, are, and then uh, and then he refused to uh, also um, when then became of an age probably to get married or when the time came he refused to uh, to convert. Yeah, to be baptized. To be Armenian. baptized in the Armenian Church, and Isabel was Armenian queen, and she was baptized in the Armenian Church. We had Armenian Catholicos. Yeah, there too. So uh, uh, they had the pool ready. They had everything <laughs> ready. <laughs> He's like, the baptism is one p.m. <laughs> they are going to come to off thirty to get ready. <laughs> Who is the Godfather? Boost Kundestabla. Kundestabla is the Godfather. <laughs> but, but, so Andrew never shows up. This is no. This is snap time. <laughs> Andrew says, "Well, I I think Andrew was not a really a good candidate." Yeah. He was not a, uh, and 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 that arrangement didn't go right. Didn't go forward. And the and okay, so then there's another arrangement. Yeah, there is maybe another. And when you, well, now every time something doesn't work out. Yeah. Constantine comes forward with another plan. He's Here, the, I have another plan. <laughs> My son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, with with uh, uh, with his was his son Prince Philip. Or uh, was that another one that was? No, he's not. His son was Hetum, right? Hetum. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But before Hetum. There was Prince Philip. There was Prince Philip. Now, I like Prince Philip because he's the son of Raymond the One-Eyed from Tripoli. <laughs> Another great How name. did you get that nickname? <laughs> I just found it in this book I was reading. And, and again, no, it, he, he it wasn't... It's interesting to notice that how did he get no. that? <laughs> <laughs> Raymond the One-Eyed, the Count of Tripoli. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, and you would think maybe he took that name because it was intimidating. Because uh-huh. people ask, what happened to his eye? Well, he lost it in battle. Oh, he's serious. Yeah. Uh, or he was playing darts and, and uh, you know, it was an accident. Um, but this didn't work out because his son wanted to impose Western customs on Armenia. Again, it's, you know, trying to, they, yeah. they were like, no, we have to maintain our Armenian identity. Yeah, but he wanted to be more, uh, more of a Western kingdom, Philip, and uh, uh, and Cilicia was in the middle. Yeah, Cilicia was not fully, and I think what that means is he wanted Cilicia to become more Crusader kingdom. Yes. he wanted Cilicia to become more, more of a more uh, like a Latin kingdom yeah. too. And, and but that's not what Cilicia 
So they said, well, that's not what people wanted in the palace. And so uh, Philip was not accepted. No. And he was, he was pretty unpopular. So unpopular, it says he was poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think he, uh, he wanted to take the throne. He, uh, he claimed some kind of rights to the throne that they, because they were all connected, as we said already earlier in this episode, royals. Yeah. That the throne belongs to him. And uh, so he tried to revolt and, uh, and well, campaign, military campaign, but then he, he died. Do you think all these guys were military because they were all knights? They were all uh, crusaders, so it was a little bit like they all had a royal, you know, a royal title and a military title, and they were all just trying to win yeah. more territory, fight whoever they could fight. Uh, well, I think if, I think everyone can fight, but not everyone is Alexander the Great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so everyone could could just get a. <laughs> it just sounds like the Three Musketeers. They're always getting into fights getting and, and trouble duels and trouble. <laughs> yeah. But back then, everybody, I think, uh, had uh, some military training or right. man, and yeah. Well, the, and so so Constantine does his job. Actually, he protects the queen. Yes, he yeah. protects Alpel as a the, guardian. The good old Gunstabel, he decides to protect her, and this is this is where he really the the next episode. So she's twelve now, and there's so much conflict about who's going to marry her, what they get to do. Some of the nobles actually arrange for her to flee to Seleucia Trachea. So mm. they go to another kingdom, mm-hmm. which is a little bit, it's by Syria, where Syria is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a fortress there that the Knights Hospitallers, Knights hus- Hospitallers are... Managing. And- yeah, managing. I don't think I'm saying that right, but it's late. And anyways, and uh, these, these, are, these are crusaders again. So they're there. This is a fortress where they're hanging out, and Gunstabel says, "Nope, I'm I'm in charge. I'm the babysitter. Uh, you got to go to bed when I say it's time to go to bed, <laughs> and I'm going to protect you." So he takes a, an army and he goes to the fortress, and basically is going to fight to get her back. Yeah. And the knights in charge were not interested in. They were fighting the sultan. They had stuff going on. They don't so even fight just... the Armenians too. So they said, "Okay." You can take your queen, take her back, and he yeah. gave her up. Yeah, and then Constantine had a had a plan at some point. At this yeah. point, that well, this is it. We couldn't find a suitable. Yeah, I tried. I tried. We couldn't <laughs> find. Philip. Philip was not good. Andrew was not good. How about my son Hetum? There we go. Hetum, and and he. This does the beginning. Of Hatum and his royal line. Yes. <laughs> Which that, that's that's really the key. Because it's always, everybody talks about, they don't talk about King Hetum alone, right? They're always talking about Hetum and Zabel, Hetum and Hetum Zabel, and Zabel. Hetum and Zabel, because she's They were the compatible. They were compatible, unlike Andrew. <laughs> but she's the royal, she's the queen, you know? It's yeah. like in England, they have a king, they have a queen, and then, you know, the, yeah. the, they don't call them the king, it's the consort or whatever, but... You know, this is this is this a similar situation. She's the actual royal. Yeah. And he's, she's the main character. She's right. the main person on the throne, and Hatum just joined her later, as uh, as a king. He sang some good poetry. Yeah, that's why they are. Now you have a special coin. Yes. Tell us yes. about that. So, Zabo's, tell us about the coin that is so unique. 
Sabal is famous. If you look at this coin, and we'll put a picture on the on the Facebook page. If you look at the coin on one side, you see two figures, mm-hmm. and that is Hetum and Zabel. They're depicted together. They're depicted together. So she's the only queen on the coin, and it's depicted again because she's the royal, the main character. Mm-hmm. She legitimizes Hetum's claim to the throne. So she's she's on there on the coin. Um, wow. And I think, you know, we don't know... Are there many of these coins? There's a lot. There's quite a few. I bet you if you search on eBay, you can probably find them. And they're, they're silver coins. Hmm. And if you look at them, we know like four silver coins would buy you a shirt, a new shirt. Oh. That kind of a thing. So the, they struck them when they were crowned, when they were the coronation mm-hmm. trial. They were struck when then... And then they might strike some more later on after a battle or, you know, when, when they need more money out, wow. you know, they have to pay more money, hey. which, which they may have done a lot. You know, I will say, Hetum, even though he was not of her family, and after that, the Cilicians were called Hetumids because mm-hmm. they kind of were like, they was considered a different house, House Lampron. Mm-hmm. But he really did carry on Leon on the Great's work legacy, of fighting, yeah. yeah, his legacy, and he did continue to fight for the Armenians. Yeah. And he went so far as to actually go all the way out to uh, when the Mongols showed up. He went all the way out to the Mongol royal court in Central Asia to uh, to meet with them and to negotiate with them. We don't know if Zabel went. She sort of slips out of the record a lot. We don't know if she's around for those things. Probably not. But Hetum was, he really put himself on the line for the Armenians. Yeah. Well, what we know about Zabel was uh, probably that uh, she became quite religious, uh, like it was probably common for a lot of uh, queens at a time. If there was a king, then the queen has not much to do, probably. So uh, she became quite religious. And at some point, she considered going into monastery, monastery too. Um, with with um, uh, Hetum, they had actually five kids together, didn't they? They had more than five kids. I mean, how many did they have? Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, they had they had five kids together. They had five five. Uh, and they had a they had a male heir, so the male heir someone, got to be yeah. king of Armenia, King yeah. Levon the second. King Levon the oh yeah, King Levon the second. Now. Um, um, he had a lot of children. He had a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. He had a lot but, of children. But, but, but uh, she was a very faithful and compassionate person. And at some point we know that um, she opens a hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, not far from Cis, mm-hmm. or in the town of Cis. Uh, and this hospital was unique. There was no any, any charge or any payment. or It was free. And, uh, and she, sometimes... She, she, Queen herself would care for the sick too, mm. so she was very uh, compassionate and caring, caring person, yeah. person in her, uh, in in her life, and so that's what we know about Zabel as a, as a queen, beyond her young age, so young age. So much what we know about queen is until she becomes of you know fifteen or sixteen. After that, there isn't much. Yeah, that yeah. we know about her. Yeah. And she didn't. She died in in uh, twelve fifty two. Yeah. She, she did live a long life. Yeah. Um, and the kingdom was 
the kingdom was growing was was doing really well so she probably had a comfortable comfortable, comfortable life. life at the end there is a beautiful painting of uh, uh, either is it Vatkis Surenians or uh, I don't uh, I don't remember um, but Vatkis uh, uh, Surenians yes it is in a national museum mm-hmm. Republic Square it's a beautiful painting of, of uh, by Vatkis Surenians of Queen Isabel returning back to her throne and taking the throne back it's a beautiful beautiful uh, pictures those of you who go and visit um Armenia, hopefully you'll have a chance. I hope it is on display. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, I haven't... I don't remember. I've been to the museum, but I don't remember. You were, the, you were the gift shop. You were know, the uh, <laughs> You were looking for the world oldest But we'll shoot. put on our Facebook page, too, for yeah. people... Yeah, uh, we'll put it up. For people to um, to see. Um, yeah. You know, it's in, we, we teased us at the beginning of the episode. We said that... She was the. She had one son who was king, and five grandsons who were kings. Yeah. Imagine that. And they were all kings, of Cilicia Army. Of Cilicia Army. <laughs> of Cilicia. That's that's another story for another time. But think yeah. about it. She was the heir at the age of four. She became queen because there were no men in the family, and now here she has. She has know, there's all these. There's all these men in the family. The lion survived. Yeah. <laughs> it well, really it is. did. Her time, Cilicia was still great. Yeah. Cilicia was still a great kingdom, powerful kingdom, more or less in that area, in that region, for that region. But then, uh, little by little, it, it went downhill. Yeah. Uh, by by the time of Levon, what is it, Levon the fifth, or uh, yeah, when he is captured, and then he. Uh, yeah, thirteen hundreds. Yeah, and then uh, he's uh, he was released at some point. Uh, by French, and then uh, he died in France. He buried yeah, at a right. cathedral, I think, in Avignon, or a, yep. oh, maybe not in Avignon, but but he's buried there. Armenian king. Yeah, and the re- and the reason that he was able to go there was because of Zabel, because Zabel's mother was mm-hmm. of these European houses. Yeah, which is really kind of interesting. Is that the this you know she she has family from the European side, and a lot of the kingdom, it was both they wanted to embrace this part of these things obviously, and they had the connections, but they they wanted to be an independent Armenia, they didn't want to be you know another uh, 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 crusader kingdom. Yeah, well she was an interesting uh, character. I think she was a strong strong leader. Mm-hmm. If you think about what she went through, uh, as a um, as as a queen, as a young girl, I think that shaped her her character and uh, who she was. And uh, she was definitely a queen, mm-hmm. real queen. Yeah. That we never had before in Armenian history. We had some strong leaders, but a strong female and some uh, intrigues palace, but. But this one was was Zapel was different, and her name is well known. She's the main. If you think about Armenian queen, I think her name. Yeah. Is definitely Zabel. First Zabel ones that queen. comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Was that what Zabel means to you? Well, Zabel uh, is uh, still a little bit of a mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of a mystery. Um, 
she I think I think uh, her legacy as a as a queen and protector of Armenian kingdom and uh, is, is is definitely remarkable uh, that uh, she sacrificed and uh, she uh, she may remain strong and uh, and to continue the legacy um, and 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 thank God she had good good helpers too and yeah. to, to help her out. they didn't. She was four years old, yeah. and anything could happen. Yeah, yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, now in Gouda's stables on. But he talks case. about character of Levon, how much trust, how much uh, influence he had. Yeah. Even after his death, right. death, death too. So we don't know all the details, of course, but I think uh, uh, Queen Zabel definitely is a remarkable character in the Armenian history, and, and definitely uh, worth uh, exploring and learning more about about her about her life what about you what do you think yeah i i couldn't i couldn't agree more i think um for me i think the her european heritage mm -hmm. in in i really is symbolizes what i think made cilicia really strong but also what was cilicia was always fighting against at the time all these kingdoms yeah you know they they were they were among these crusader kingdoms, but they were different than the crusader kingdoms. They were, uh, you know, uh, they had a lot of European travelers on the Silk Road traveling through seas, you know, but they were, you know, very Armenian. They were their own thing. And she was the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's a, it's an interesting story. It's an interesting part of Armenian history. And, and even today, as we talk about it, you know, where's Armenia? Is it Europe? Is it Asia? You know, we talk about where it straddles these two kind of mindsets and parts of the world, and, and this feels like a uh, a place where that really began. Yeah. Well, she died, uh, interestingly, uh, or unfortunately, and she died young. If she was born in 1915, uh, 1250, 1950. She was born in 1215, and then she died in uh, 1252. Mm -hmm. So how old was she? was... 30-some, 40 years yeah, old? or not uh, very old. Not very old. So it's not clear why she died so so young. She had eight kids. I, I said five. She had eight kids with had two. Yeah. So um, uh, many, many children. Yeah. <laughs> but she died She died young. So was, she was so beloved. Um, she died uh, January 22nd, that we know. Mm. Um, and then they had um, they had a procession. From the capital of Cis, led by the Catholicos of the time, another Constantine, Constantine Catholicos, yeah. Catholicos of the time, all the way to the monastery of Derazark. And she was buried in that monastery. Mm. She was buried in that, uh, in, that, uh, in that monastery. So she was really a beloved queen, her time and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Queen Zabel. Thanks. We'll be back soon with some more. Yes.
for listening. Please like and subscribe.